0: Welcome to kingdom.think, where we are reading the Bible in one year, and we are in Zephaniah. Um, I believe there's three chapters in Zephaniah, so we're going to get through the whole book of Zephaniah on this episode. and um, you know Zephaniah is again, it's you know it's like episode after episode, it's like, okay, God's doing all these terrible things to people that are bad, but then there's hope. It seems like it's a repetitive message. I actually would say it is a repetitive message. That just goes to show you how powerful the message is. That God's wrath is real. That God is powerful. That God will redeem his people. That God will rescue his people. There's, there's always hope. And he's always in control. It is a common threat. And that he sees the evils of the people. And he's in anguish about it so Zephaniah um, really is God calling out the groups of people one by one and saying look he, he's like putting up a mirror it's like he's putting up a mirror in front of these people and saying look at yourself look at what you're doing be aware don't just be like oh why is all these bad things all these bad things happening to me no 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 stop and look at yourself in the mirror.'" What do you see? Let me show you what you see. Recognize who you are. Acknowledge who you are. Um, okay, so let's just jump into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, you know what else you're going to see? Have you ever been or heard people having church hurt, being hurt by religious leaders, by people they looked up to as more religious or corruption in religious groups, oftentimes people are so discouraged by that that they throw out the religion all together or they stop following God because they were hurt in the church or they were hurt by a religious leader. Well, God doesn't like it either. That's what upsets him the most. And God doesn't change. That's why we read these these books of these prophets because God doesn't change. He's the same people, humans. um, They have an evil bend. They don't have repentance on their heart. And sometimes they're in control. They're in control of um, a position or a group of people. So chapter one, Let's see. Verse two, I will sweep away everything from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will sweep away both man and beast. I will sweep away the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea and the idols that cause the wicked to stumble. When I destroy all mankind on the earth, on the face of the earth, declares the Lord, I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all who live in Jerusalem. I will destroy every remnant of Baal worship in this place. Not just the statue or whatever Baal was, not just that, but like Baal is a representation of idolatry. Whatever your idol is, whatever you're worshiping, God doesn't like it. Those who bow down on the oh, because okay, so now he's going to call out religious leaders. Those who bow down on the roofs to worship the starry hosts, those who bow down and swear by the Lord, and who also swear by Moloch. So those who Act like they're Christianese, Of course, I know understand Christians weren't in the, at the time, so I'm kind of speaking now. Those who act Christiany, but are really plotting evil or leading people astray, um, or have idolatry, God doesn't like that. Those who turn back from following the Lord and neither seek the Lord nor inquire of Him. Be silent before the Sovereign Lord, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord is preparing, prepared to sacrifice. He has consecrated those who he has invited. On the day of the Lord's sacrifice, I will punish the officials and the king's sons. Ooh, ooh. Okay, it's real, it's true. At that time, I will search Jerusalem, verse 12. I will search Jerusalem with lamps and punish those who are complacent, who are like wine left on its dregs, who think the Lord will do nothing. Oh, this is what they're thinking. Quote, the Lord will do nothing, either good or bad. You see? And that's that's what people think today. They think that God's not really in control and he's not powerful. And that one influencer I was telling you about, that's his problem with Christianity. He's like, you guys, you keep God in this pretty little box. You don't, you don't give him power. You're not afraid. You don't have fear and awe reverence. You don't really know who God is. You Christianese nicety, nice people. Um, yeah, and that's why he actually left Christianity and went to Hindu, Muslim, something like that. Not a smart move because God is not the religious people. If he doesn't think that Christians are powerful enough or they don't stand in their identity or they don't know who God is, so they don't stand in awe of God. And he didn't see that. So he left the faith. Instead of saying, hey, Christianese people, you're not standing strong. You don't know who God is. Let me show you who the God of the Bible is. But he didn't. He left instead, so he was hurt by religious leaders. And evil religious leaders, that's their intention. Why would you want a powerful influencer to be a Christian and speak of truth? You wouldn't. So why don't you distract him and and let him dwell in his church hurt? The great day of the Lord is near and coming quickly. The cry on the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty warrior shouts his battle cry. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and truth. I'm sorry, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, a day of trumpet of trumpet and battle cry against the fortified city and against the corner towers. Okay, I read that as much as I can because you really do need to understand The Lord's wrath. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to save them on the day of the Lord's wrath. In the fire of his jealousy, the whole earth will be consumed, for he will make a sudden end of all who live on the earth. Pretty dramatic, pretty drastic, and pretty powerful. Okay, so chapter two, you can kind of read on this on your own because the first part is. We're talking about Judah. He's calling out to Judah to repent. This is what you've done. This is how you made God angry. But verse 3, seek the Lord, all you, all you humble of the land, you who do what he commands. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. Perhaps you will be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. Seek righteousness, seek humility. So, then the next part on verse 4, he's talking to the Philistines. What you did, how you made the Lord angry. Um, in the evening, they will lie down in the houses of Ashik- Ashkelon. The Lord their God will care for them, he will restore their t- fortunes. So, what they did. What will happen to them, how the Lord is angry, and how there's hope. The Moabs and the Ammons. What they did, how they made the Lord angry, what will happen to them. And then Cush, Cush only has one verse, verse 12. The Cushites, too, will be slain by my sword. And then, ooh, verse 13, it's about Assyria. He will stretch out his hand against the north and destroy Assyria, leaving Nineveh utterly desolate and dry as the desert. Whew. You have to read this. You really do because you really need to put your perspective of God in its proper position. Know who your God is. If you call yourself a Christian, then you better know who your God is. Wow. It's not just, you know, one football team against the other football team. Oh, no. It is, it's like God is in control of the entire organization. So be on the right side. (laughs) Okay, um, chapter three. We're going to talk about Jerusalem. Woe to the city of oppressors, rebellious and defiled. She obeys no one, she accepts no correction, she does not trust in the Lord. He's talking about Jerusalem. So does not draw near to her God. Her officials withdrew her. I'm sorry. Her officials within her are roaring lions. Her rulers are evening wolves who leave nothing for morning. Her prophets are unprincipled. They are treacherous people. Her priests profane the sanctuary and do violence to the law. The Lord within her is righteous. He does no wrong. Morning by morning. He dispenses his justice, and every new day he does not fail. Yet the unrighteous know no shame. So what will happen those that actually follow God? Um, well, let's see. Let's see. I have destroyed nations. Their strongholds are demolished. I have left their streets des- deserted with no one passing through. Their cities are laid waste. They are deserted and empty. Of Jerusalem, I thought, surely you will fear me. And accept my correction. And that's what that influence says. That influencer says about Christians they don't fear God. They have no awe, no reverence. They don't really think he's powerful. They just think he's fluffy and nicety nice. I'm still trying to remember the name of the influencer. I've mentioned it before on this podcast. Oh, Hannah would be my daughter Hannah would be so upset that I don't remember his name. Okay, maybe it'll come to me. But this guy spoke about it and he said, Christians, you really don't fear God. You really don't know the aweness. and therefore Christianity has become soft. Yes, those were his words. Christian Christianity has become soft because they don't know his identity they don't know their identity. They don't know that they are sons and daughters of the king and therefore have an inheritance and a power. They don't know their power. O oh, Jerusalem, I thought, surely you will fear me and accept correction. Then her place of refuge would be not, would not be destroyed, nor all my punishment come upon her. But they are still eager to act corrupt in all they did. The whole world will be consumed by the fire of my jealous anger. God is a jealous God. He wants his people to love and serve him. But of course, as in all the other books, there's hope for the remnants. And that's what we get from verse 9 all the way up to verse 20. Then I will purify the lips of the peoples, that all of them may call on the name of the Lord and serve him shoulder to shoulder. From beyond the rivers of Cush, my worshipers, my scattered people, will bring my offerings on that day, you, Jerusalem, will not be put to shame. You know, it's funny, and you can read it. It's beautiful. I love, let's see, verse 20. At that time, I will gather you. At that time, I will bring you home. I will give, your, give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. Pretty amazing, Right? Remember the word of the Lord is timeless. So what you're reading is timeless. Is it possible that we are remnants? Is it possible that the United States this is just a new thought? I've never heard it. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Let's just let me ponder for a second. If the Bible is timeless, is it possible we are remnants? And that's why there's so much evil and corruption going on. Because God is going to take out that evil. But he's looking for the remnants that are still serving him, honoring him, worshiping him. That's why you can't lose hope. That's why you can't throw in the towel and say, oh, forget it. There's just too much evil in the world. The United States is just, we're falling apart. We're just going to let the world happen what it's going to happen. Of course, you know, yes, try to stand up for your world, whether it be your home, your city, your town, your state, or even your country. If you're going to participate in defending your your world, do it. Do it, because many of the prophets did, many of the people did. At the same time, are we the remnants that God is looking for? I would say so. And that's why in your life, you need to follow God and keep your heart pure, renew your mind, wake up your spirit, grow in discernment and wisdom, because God is looking for the remnants left behind, because he's going to swoop them up. And I encourage you to read verse 9 through 20, so you can see what that can look like what it'll look like when the remnants are restored and their fortunes are beyond what they can comprehend. Pretty powerful stuff. All right, my friends, that was Zephaniah chapters 1, 2, and 3. That was the entire book of Zephaniah. We did it. All right, have a great day, and I shall see you soon.